You're listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with J.P. Uliette and Dylan Matlock. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. Usually we just see the sound bites and, and the news and then there's a new one or a new story that politics that takes away from what these families are going through and these these people in these towns are just glossed over and looked over. And that's not the case in real life. They live with this trauma forever. Um, so Fran really dug deep and explored what that is to live with that for multiple years. Mass takes place six years later and what it's like to forgive the person who did that. And you mentioned the staging of it, which could be a stage play. Essentially, I mean, there's there's some small characters that just like bookend it, but it's four people in a room. And that was so fascinating too, because I mean, there were, there's so many different ways you can go about it, as you say, but you're interested in what's behind the scenes and what's not the, the news headline. And what we, I guess what we hope I mean, they all address it like they want to change. Like, could we change this? Why do we have to keep on seeing this? But if we want to approach forgiveness and my God, what a masterclass in acting, the amazing performances. I mean, it's pure, it's just pure acting. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. It was funny. Fred originally had it as a, as a movie, thought about making it a, a, a stage play. When he talked to Reed Birdie, who they go way back together in theater. And that was kind of, Reed was the first one that, that we brought on uh, onto the movie. And so there was that talk about it being a, a theater piece, but then it quickly came back to a movie because the camera work, getting you right into that conversation. And I think um, why, why it does work so well, it is a conversation that unfolds over time, just in this simple room, no flashbacks, no, no getting out of that room basically for, 70 minutes and just letting the characters unfold. And I think the actors did, the performances are so great because one, the actors were were prepared, but it's also, they were able to just kind of like slowly release information and just live with the conversation as, as it was unfolding. It doesn't seem like you're ticking off boxes, but the complexity of it, if you go back to the script, the complexity of the performances, but also the complexity of you know trying to understand grief or what is forgiveness so many questions what what do we really want when we want to when we're talking about healing because it seemed like most of the characters read we don't really get to see read i would say just read bernie he's more as you say distant but it seemed like most we feel like maybe some transformation takes place for him even in the within the film, but maybe afterwards, we can, you leave that for our imagination. But it really, it seemed like most of the characters came together, maybe wanting something and discovering something else. And, and so what does it mean to forgive? Where do we want to be as a society? What is the cause of this violence? To what extent do we enable through our legislation or through those we love by you know not noticing enough so many things and it was all treated with complexity and nothing was like ticking boxes and simplifying what is very complex and I what I think that none of us fully understand yeah I, I what's so great about the script is yeah you have these characters that that at the heart of it they do 
want to heal and that's why they're why they're meeting they do want to want to do that but of course when they get into the room they have all these other kind of like topics on the mind they don't really know how to go about it and and as the as they talk to each other find out more about each other they're able to kind of slowly let the walls down and just yeah what's what's great about the script is it does kind of bring up all these different little issues and talk about how the events of the day unfolded but but you know at the end of it it's just that they were willing to reach out to each other and talk to each other and try to try to hear each other and listen to each other yeah um it was just quite a powerful dance in the script the script actually read like a mystery so like when you're watching the movie you'll have the feeling too it's a little different experience and visually but the script read like this mystery you're like what is going on in this room who are these people how are they connected who's who you know like you're constantly doing that and that's in the film too but it's 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 a different experience because you're looking at the faces so you see more and you're and you're dealing with more emotion to your point the film was so powerful that it didn't need music to guide it you know a lot of movies the music tells you what emotion to feel it's kind of a almost a crutch that movies lean on nowadays and to have a film with all this emotion without any music i think is really powerful and shows the the power of the writing of the acting it just really puts it forefront that there's no other outside devices telling you what to feel you're feeling what they're saying uh, and you're feeling what's written and what's acted and it's wonderful and then to have the 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 choir piece at the end just kind of just give us that relief you know what music does what art does you know because that's what the movie represents too is we're able to have this experience and you feel you, you feel this release at the end of the movie it's not you don't feel people aren't like oh this is a depressing movie i feel sad at the end they're like no i i, I feel like the sense of relief I, i've been able to go through this process and then the music at the end just really ties it together and lets you just breathe for a moment because you're not able to breathe the whole movie we've also in, in the last two years is we were able to share a collective trauma this quarantine and pandemic we were able to share and face a collective trauma and learn how to deal with it because it was an event that was affecting every single person on the planet for a long period of time that we all kind of mentally clicked together and the tools we have now are actually going to help issues like gun violence and school shootings and things of this nature because we know how to deal with trauma. JP, you're also, I think you're a bit autodidactic. You grew up in the Boston housing system and just tell, or maybe you're both autodidactic. Just tell us, you know, a, a bit of the, the, that process how, and how you carved out a space for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you kind of just, yeah, I grew up in the, the public housing system in Boston. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a different upbringing. You know, it's, it's survival mode and you just have to work as hard and as creative as possible just to survive day to day, just to get, you know, sometimes I had to be creative and 
convince a friend's parents to feed, you know, me and my little brother or something for the evening because my mom was on a double shift somewhere, you know, you get into this mode and it kind of made me creative too. Um, I was the class clown. I had, you know, I, I would rather make someone laugh and have a, a group of friends and have any enemies because I was in a, a tough area. So I just, I don't know, it was just, uh, it's a very, yeah, unique upbringing and it, teaches you just to have this drive and this creativity just to get out of there, you know? So it's like, you try to get to a college and then you try to get to the next step and figure out what you love and what you want to do. And you're constantly like, you know, just grinding and, and working harder than everyone else. And just, just trying to get out of there. Um, and then it happens, you know, that, that moment happens where you're just kind of out in, in this new world and you're working and, self-sustaining and then like we we're talking about mental health and then that's where you know you have to kind of face the trauma of that upbringing too and I guess you know and just in closing uh you know we're thinking a lot about the future and and I know your films are you know about you know how we what kind of world are we leaving the next generation you know what are the importance of the art um you know what would you like young people to know preserve and remember Wow, that's a big thing. Well, like I said, I'm I'm with my uh, with my family right now, so it's been exciting. My my niece is is six years old, and so just going on these going on these on these trips with her, we saw we saw a bald eagle. I don't think I've seen a bald eagle in my life, and we saw a bald bald eagle yesterday in the wild. And I know we were, we were talking about climate and just hoping that we do leave that stuff for for future generations so they do have the joy that we've all been lucky enough to have in, in, in seeing nature and then yeah story storytelling it's it's funny my, my niece has been sharing her favorite movies with me she's like you have to see <laughs> this movie you about talking dogs in the snow and I'm like perfect let's let's do that <laughs> so uh that's been really fun and she also she's been been singing and uh yeah, telling her own stories, telling her own jokes. And that's kind of been fun. So I hope, yeah, future generations kind of keep that that spirit alive, the storytelling spirit and sharing with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I hope the next generation takes is just to absorb everything from our generation and our parents' generation. All the, There's a lot of living generations right now. Uh, we're, we're the longevity of people and the young families. It's, it's amazing. I had five generations in my family alive at one point in my life. And it was just the most amazing thing I've ever been a part of. And just be accepting of learning from the other generations and also knowing what they did wrong too. <laughs> uh, we're learning a lot of that lately, you know, just like systematic problems and, and other things of that nature of wait, they didn't have that right. Even though that's a tradition, that's, that's not right for everyone continuing. Let's adjust this together and teach the next generation the, the, the new and this correct way of, of living and preserving and, and teaching each other and just being just more connected. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.